It's Tuesday, August 26, 2014. Breaking news, an earthquake measuring 6.0 near San Francisco. Napa earthquake is a warning for California's nuclear plants. Reminders like Superstorm Sandy of the resiliency required. That's what makes solar technology and fuel cell technology so important. Verizon goes solar. Really big solar. Another coal plant bites the dust. Cutting emissions will save more money than it costs. Plus, fired into the sky, these salmon are becoming flying fish. Fighting drought with the salmon cannon. Yep, the salmon cannon. All of those flying fish and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. Oh, hey, Scott Brown, 2014 Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate in New Hampshire. Do you believe climate change is real? Uh, no. No? Huh. Very interesting. How about you, Scott Brown, 2012 Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate in liberal Massachusetts? Do you believe climate change is real? Yes, yes, I do. I absolutely believe that climate change is real. Huh. One of those Scott Browns is definitely right. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know you got a lot to get to today, so I will not dwell on perpetual Senate candidate Scott Brown being an unapologetic liar or a hypocrite or a flip-flopper. I'll just let you begin with the green news. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, that 6.0 earthquake that hit the Northern California city of Napa on Sunday morning caused damage estimated to be at least $1 billion. But an even bigger question now is the safety of California's Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant on the central coast between San Francisco and L.A. Environmental group Friends of the Earth released a confidential document on Monday written a year ago by a former senior nuclear inspector at Diablo Canyon, urging the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission to shut it down, warning it is unsafe to continue operating the plant until new tests can assess its vulnerability to earthquakes from faults that were discovered after the plant had been built. Spokesmen for both the NRC and plant operator Pacific Gas and Electric, however, say the plant is safe. Of course they do. I would also point out that San Onofre nuclear plant, south of Los Angeles, north of San Diego, while it has been shut down, it's still got all its nuclear material and waste there. It will for decades. That, too, I would suspect is vulnerable to, uh, to earthquakes like that. But again, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission says nothing to worry about. It's fine. Cutting emissions will pay for itself 10 times over. That's the conclusion of a new study from MIT this week that finds the cost of cutting industrial emissions from coal-fired power plants and other industrial sources would actually be more than offset by avoided health care costs caused by air pollution. Just how large are these health benefits from cleaner air compared to the cost of reducing carbon emissions? Well, MIT's cost-benefit analysis considered several policy options and found that one policy in particular, cap and trade, would save 10 times more in healthcare spending than it would cost to implement the policy. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm over here hiding under the table because I was just watching Fox News and they told me that the entire economy would collapse if we did anything whatsoever to curb deadly emissions in order to save the planet. So I just missed that entirely. Press on. Another one bites the dust. 
That explosion is the sound of demolition of a nearly 100-year-old coal plant in North Carolina. It's good news for people living near the Cape Fear coal plant because Duke Energy finally demolished that ancient coal-fired power plant after deciding it wasn't worth the cost to install new pollution controls to meet new federal air pollution standards. Meanwhile, telecommunications giant Verizon is going solar, announcing this week it will invest an additional $40 million in new solar panels on its facilities, making it the largest solar producer in the U.S. telecom industry. It's not about virtue, says Verizon's chief sustainability officer James Gowan on Bloomberg News. It's really about resilience. Reminders like Superstorm Sandy, the resiliency required, that's what makes solar technology and fuel cell technology so important. Finally, if necessity is the mother of invention, an unusual invention could help California salmon survive dangerously low river levels amid a record drought and hydroelectric dams that prevent them from returning to their spawning grounds. Fired into the sky, these salmon are becoming flying fish. Fast and apparently harmless, 40 fish can be fired through the pneumatic tubes a minute. Yep, the Salmon Cannon. Made by the company Woosh Innovations, they're adapting their system for transporting fruit. It uses a gentle vacuum and pneumatic tubing to literally shoot each fish through the tubes safely over obstacles at about 20 miles an hour. You gotta see this video. It's hilarious. The company that makes the Salmon Cannon is called Woosh Innovations? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I like that a lot. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes, where we hope you will help us out by giving us a good review. You can also find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your... News report. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's flying fish.